0: Welcome to the JVB Health and Wellness Podcast. On today's podcast, we cover three topics. First, we discuss commitments that people made either on the call last week that they wanted to achieve for this week's call, or I had many people email me commitments on the side. We go through those commitments. I go through about 12 of the many more commitments that I receive, just because I think it's very interesting to see kind of what kind of commitments people are making. I think the takeaway for all of us should be, make a commitment, any commitment, that has something to do with our overall health and wellness, even if it's the smallest little commitment, it can make a big difference in our overall health and wellness. So I encourage each of you, as we get into the Thanksgiving week, and as we get into the holidays to make a commitment and try and hit it. And, and you'll hear on this podcast that some of us hit our commitments and some of us didn't. And I don't think we should be so absolute about hitting or not hitting our commitments. I set a goal, but uh, you'll hear that I didn't quite achieve my goal. But it's not about being perfect. I achieved my goal most of the time, and I should take that away. The second thing we're going to talk about is... We have on a listener who is going to discuss her experience in going to a New York City gym. She's been going to two different gyms, a yoga studio as well as just a regular way gym. And she talks about the appointments she needs to make and the whole process. And kind of we talk through some of those things. And thirdly, one of the listeners talks about her experience running the New York City Marathon virtually, as well as running one of these trial New York Roadrunner races that have been held lately where they're sending invites to 300 people and they're really staggering the races and the waves. And so we'll talk through that. Enjoy. So I, um, we had some people on this call make a commitment uh, of what they were going to achieve for this week. I actually just wanted to – I actually, and I had some people on the side. I wrote down 12, 12 or so different uh, commitments I heard from people. I just want to read it to you because I find it to be interesting. So you had one – No no sleep eating. You had somebody else say, I'm gonna do two two runs this week. You had another person say I'm gonna do a pure Met run. You had another person say I'm gonna do three or four morning workouts. Another person said, I'm gonna bike for an hour a day and row for 15 minutes every day. You had somebody who said, I wanna run an ultra marathon. And that person actually did it over the last week, which is an amazing accomplishment, ran around the Manhattan Island and ran 30 miles. Ultramarathon definitionally is anything over a marathon, but I think most people would consider like 30 miles, uh, definitely ultramarathon. You had somebody else who wanted to reduce their cholesterol consumed because their cholesterol, bad cholesterol came in really high at like LDL of 184. That's a high number. That person's had over 200 LDL with high blood pressure. Uh, it's interesting because when we think about cholesterol, our body natural, cr- naturally creates cholesterol. Like I'm plant-based. I don't need any cholesterol, but I can still move my cholesterol number, my LDL, by 30 points. I had, I got tested for my cholesterol maybe six weeks ago. And my LDL, they, my doctor wants my LDL below 100. It was like 92. Usually I'm much lower than that. And I got a little stricter with my food. And in like a week or two, I think it was like a week and a half, it went from 92 to 69. Right? So... And I don't eat cholesterol in any case, right? So cholesterol—it's not just about when you want to reduce your cholesterol. It's not just about not eating cholesterol. It's actually about eating unprocessed food too, and not eating too much refined food. Uh, so I digress there. You had some
1: exercise, right, Jim?
0: And exercise—it's all the pillars. It's this, this person doesn't sleep enough. This person doesn't exercise maybe once a month. This person eats extremely poorly you know like so it's all of those different this person has a lot of stress right so it's all of those things that are really important if you want to reduce your cholesterol um another person said she wanted she had a cold so she wanted to get some fresh ginger and consume it great that's a great goal another person said use my peloton every day love that um and la- another person said i want to work out at a gym so th- those are kind of some of the things i got i know some of us had. Uh, uh, made commitments, who wants to go first? If we may, I'll go first. So I achieved my commitment seven, six of my seven days. I didn't get seven. I was kind of like beating myself up over it a little bit. And I was like, man, I didn't get the seven uh, man. like my natural inclination is to beat myself up and I don't get my hundred percent goal. I'm kind of like, you know, but then I, then I said, you know what? six, seven days is great and I can't again, we said this last week, perfect is the enemy of good. Six or seven days is still a great accomplishment for me. I'm happy about it. And I'll make the same goal again. I'm going for seven next week. Hopefully I get seven. Nice. Emilio?
1: Yeah, no, I, you know, it, it's funny because it, it's, it's not always, and I'm sure other people feel the same way. And Jim, I know you feel the same way. It's it's hard to make this call every week, but I'm always glad that I do. Uh, I do come on because I I was really on the fence. I had a crazy a week last week. And then I got on with you and started hearing Trudy, you talking about kind of the goal, you know, we're just all kind of talking about things that we wanted to do. And I was expressing how frustrated I was with never being able to do a Met run. And the weather did cooperate with me, but I did it twice. And I feel like I kind of cracked, I, I broke through. And I've done this, you know, been through the cycle like 10 times before, but I was having a really hard time this time And, uh, I did it today and I did it on Monday and complete met runs, same course that I've been doing eight, just eight miles and, uh, did it completely met. Um, and it felt great. And I think I now have like a way it's feeling doable now, where I was just feeling really kind of distressed about it anyway. So thank you because again, this forum just kind of makes you say, well, all right, other people are going to do this. Um I came up with something. Was it a really hard goal? I don't know. I didn't know at the time, but anyway, uh yeah, <laughs> did it twice and and it I think it it got me on. So, thank you.
0: Congratulations. No, um just a couple questions. So, what was your uh, heart rate crossover point where you kept your heart rate below?
1: Yeah, one I my goal was 130 uh to never go above that. A couple times I went to like 132, 133, but I that was I was concerned about it. Um you know the garmin said hundred uh, uh, percent aerobic zero anaerobic and it felt you know it felt right and again that was with hills and everything else so it felt it felt really good it was slow what was the pace so between like the fastest mile would be like nine minutes 20 seconds slowest would be 10 and 10 1040
0: amazing that's a, that means you're in good shape that tells me you're in good shape that's most people could never even do that
1: opposite but um, uh,
0: I hear that and I hear that's spectacular now did you take the advice about running into the slowing down before you ran into the hills and you know, you know being pretty low before you ran up hills
1: yeah I mean I re- the real advice that I took I mean I was kind of already doing that right but the real advice I took from you is just the first mile just throw it out the window basically for the first and really that translated to be the first half mile yep first half mile don't, you know, I was, I was like trying to keep it light. I was like 118 and just not trying to just go super slow out of the gate. That really helped uh, set me up. And the weirdest part about it is with one exception on a really steep hill, I didn't walk the whole time. I just kind of pitter pat like yeah, shuffled. I would just do the little kind of pitter patter.
0: Quick and steps, it, quick steps, quick steps. That's what you should hear in your head. If you do that and go slow, shuffle. Yeah.
1: But I found, it, I found it. I found it. I got in a groove. So anyway, it was good. I want to hear. I really want to hear from Shruti, though.
0: We, we all do.
1: <laughs> I want to hear how she
2: did? <laughs> Leading. <laughs> no, I I wasn't so great uh, at my end. However, I did try to compensate somewhat. So the week's been a little crazy, and then I had my annual physical, which got me a little depressed because. I'm grossly anemic and really low on vitamin D. So I have to figure something out over there. Um,
0: well, but- I'm glad that, I'm glad, first of all, I'm glad that you got the blood work and you know that. My advice to you about anemia is something as somebody with Crohn's disease, I get frequently. I've had many, many, many times. And, you know, anemia can be very unhealthy. Um, yeah. And so my advice to you would be figure out how to have some greens and some vitamin C together. They say that people, and that's the smoothie, right? Make a bullet, have, and, and almost all fruit has vitamin C. But when somebody has a green and vitamin C together, they say that the absorption of the iron is magnified by five, by like five times, right? So I have not been anemic once probably in the last 10 years since I started to change the pillars I follow, as well as having, I try and have those smoothies a couple days a week. Have you been doing that? I know yeah. you were doing that a little bit, but pr- I suspect recently you have not been doing that.
2: No, no, not not in, uh, in like last few months at least. Uh, okay. Um, so yeah. So no, I have to, uh, I mean, they've given me, because it's so low at this point, I think I'm at somewhere around seven. Um, they've given me the capsules but, uh, I prefer to do more natural, uh, sources of, uh, so I have to do some research and, and then maybe the, the I'll, I'll do the smoothies again. And so, yeah, but, uh, well, sm- complement- well, for,
0: well, first of all, um, yeah, I think the smoothies would be great. You can do the other research and what was the vitamin D level?
2: 2.4. I don't know what the range is supposed to be.
0: Can you send me a picture of the vitamin D reading? That's I, I mean, it's usually out of thirty, so I don't know if it's a different measurement. If it usually they don't give it to the decimal, so I don't know if that's a percentage or what that is. But I'd be curious. We we uh, thought sure.
2: I think, I'm sorry.
0: We thought your vitamin D would be low. I mean, the way to get your vitamin D is to spend more time in the sun. I mean, you can supplement, of course. I supplement with vitamin D, but I spend a lot of time in the okay. sun. You know, it's very, vitamin D is super important for you.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean. Um, i he did say that this is very low um so i need to though i need to uh, figure out more things uh because these days right i mean four o'clock i look outside and it's dark so even if i go out for a walk on like summer where you know 5 36 i would usually go for an hour long walk and that was fine but uh even if I go out for a walk or run or anything, it, it's just dark all the time. So, uh, so I'm not sure how, you know, to incorporate sort of, uh, um,
0: well, I'm not a doctor, but I suspect your doctor said at that extremely low level, he wants you to supplement. Sometimes I've had some people I've coached that actually have to go into the doctor and get a shot of vitamin D. But it sounds like if, if it's really two or 2.4, that is really, really low like something yeah, that's going to impact your health
2: he's he's given me some million count something uh, once a week high dosage or something like that okay and he said hey, you need i need to monitor and if if my system can take it then he would like for me to up my dosage uh, to twice a week or uh, so he's, when, when's
0: he going to retest
2: he said, he was unsure. He said, at this point, let's do it in six months. But um, if you don't feel better and if your fatigue level and things like that don't go down, then come back in three months.
0: Okay. And yeah. what, what what about B12? Did you get B12?
2: B12 is normal. No problem there.
0: Great. Great. Okay. Well, the vitamin D stuff could definitely explain why you're having a lot of injuries before, too. So, um yeah. I think it's something to focus on. And you said yeah. you compensated. Uh, did, w- did you? Was there something else you said you compensated for?
2: Well, so I was supposed to go into the office today for some HR related stuff. So I decided to bike. So I biked 12 miles today. Mm-hmm. In awesome. Seven. I'm hoping that that compensates for my two runs.
0: <laughs> look, the as you,
2: lack
0: <laughs> look, as you know, I, I just want people to get their heart rate up, you know. Cheryl and I talk about this all the time. Oh, run today? No. Let's go today. How about I do a hit class? Great. Whatever. In fact, variety is good. You know, it's just about getting something in. I had this conversation with another friend and, you know, he said, I'm paraphrasing, but basically his message to me was, I don't feel like I'm doing anything unless I get my goal of four days a weekend. Right, and I'm a, hes clearly a perfectionist in that regard. And I said, look, again, it's not about being perfect. Just do one day for 15 minutes. You don't have to do one day for an hour. Do one day for something, you know. And Shruti, at least you got something in. Um, you know, your heart rate hopefully gets elevated there, and and then maybe you could say, okay, I did that this week, and maybe you make a commitment for next week. And maybe a good commitment for you is not so like, okay, I'm gonna do two runs, but maybe it's simply I'm gonna do two forms of exercise to get my heart rate up. You know what I mean? Or I'm gonna do one yoga and I'm going to do one, you know, uh, one heart rate exercise to elevate my heart rate.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can try. Yes, absolutely.
0: It has to be your goal though. Not my goal.
2: Yeah, no, I, I hear you totally. So yeah, I, I think I, I need to be a little bit more realistic, uh, especially with this, uh, news about my hemoglobin and, and, and D vitamin D thing. So
0: the hemoglobin yeah. was off also.
2: Uh, yeah, it's uh, seven.
0: Mm, OK, that's so, that's that's your anemia then. Yes. Yeah. Yep. OK. So, okay. okay. Uh, Sarah, you had a goal. I can see you now. Hi. Hi. Sorry,
3: I got home from work and I was stuffing my face and I was like, no one wants to see that. So uh, all good. <laughs> um, I did. I actually don't remember exactly what day it was that we talked. But anyway, I I know in the time I talked to you, I did one day of uh, biking for an hour and then rowing for 15. And then there was a day where I realized I had to run a dog. So I did 40 minutes of bike and then two miles of run with the dog. And it seems like there was something else in there, but I at least got that in since I talked to you. Great. You feeling good? I'm
0: getting there. Good.
3: I'm a little all over the place, but I'm getting there and I'm starting to, I mean, I'm supposed to start heavy training in the beginning of December and I'm, it's just kind of this thing of like, okay, like, okay. I can, you know, I, I just don't know if anything is going to happen next year. You know what I mean? So training for an iron man. Yeah. I have two next year on schedule, so I don't, but I have no idea, you know, what's going to happen. So it's just kind of,
0: um,
3: you know, in limbo.
0: <laughs> yeah but look it's i think it's all about consistency and i Not think it's, it's more than just about training for a race it's also just about training for your health and for life you know and yeah you know i think you remember even if you go really easy your heart rate's going to be above 110 and that'll be good so you know i think consistency is key you've gone through a move now where you moved up to new jersey now and you have a new mm-hmm. job and you got a lot of stuff going on so just don't don't be too hard on yourself right just you've been from what i've seen come through on the Garmin. you've been pretty consistent at least with doing things and consistency is key
3: yeah. It just feels like I haven't been doing a lot because it's been, you know, like two mile run here, two mile run there, an hour bike here. Like, it, you know what I mean? It's just like not what I'm typically used to, but you're right. Like there, there's a lot going on. So I'm just trying yeah. to like, you know,
0: and that's okay. I mean, uh, this periodization, the, 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 the triathletes call it where there they, many triathletes don't do anything in the off season, nothing. Right. Yeah. So you're still doing something which is good. And if you want to take some time off, you could do that too. And then just, you know, set your goal of when you're going to start to, you know, start to get ease back in and do some base training. And again, base training, you can allow yourself a lot of flexibility.
3: That's yeah? what I kind of feel like I'm trying to do or not trying to do this. What I feel like I'm doing right now is just, you know, because I did take like a month off back in August, I think it was. And whenever it was that they ended up canceling Chattanooga, then I was like, all right, I'm taking a month off. And uh, so then after that, you know, now I've kind of been getting, or I basically am base training at this point. So, you know, start back heavy in December and yeah, hopefully things will be a little more settled, you know, in my personal life with everything and it'll be a lot less scattered. So great. Yeah. Great.
0: Well, if you need anything, <laughs> let me know. Hello. Hey.
3: How <laughs> are you doing? I'm good. I'm
4: good. How are you?
0: Good. How are you feeling?
4: Good. I feel good. Better. <laughs> Better up yeah. after yesterday. That's good. Yeah. So I so had to a good. Learn.
0: You had a good uh, workout today, which is good. Glad to see that.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's like thirty degrees here, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna do my cardio in my apartment. <laughs> like, you know, just it's, it's. I mean, I, winter, I was, guess winter's starting.
0: I saw it was very cold there today. I think the wind chill might have been in the twenties there today, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really cold. So, yeah, I'll go. I'm doing a Bikram tomorrow. Okay. I have a 10 o'clock appointment. So, um, and then I'll just do cardio. I, I don't know. The weekend, I think it's supposed to warm up this weekend. So, I'll get in the park this weekend. It be nice.
0: Great. Great. And you're doing that at a gym, at a yoga yoga place?
4: The, yeah, that's the indoor classes, but you're paying $49 to have the audio version in the room. And there's just you and one other person. So like in a room that normally has like 40 people, there's two people and they're, they're charging 49 bucks per, per, for one hour.
0: 49 hours for you and 49 hours for the other person probably. And then is it a recorded, no. recorded instructor or is it somebody in a different room?
4: No, it's an audio recording of the owners of Bodhi here in New York. And it's just an audio only. So you have to kind of know what you're doing to do the class.
0: So here's yeah. a question. I have a question for you about that. And Hi, Shruti. I have a question for you about that. And the question is, if you're going to have two people, why not just make it a one person room and reduce the risk even more? Like, what's the thinking of having the second person in the room, I guess?
4: Yeah. Or why not have like eight people? I mean, you're still far apart, right? If it's six feet apart and you have to wear a mask the whole time. Right. They don't like I mean, they're, they're, they're Protocols are very strict. Like my but,
0: gym, right? And but then. at least you get the the heat, right? Because they heat the room up to what for Bikram? How much? It's like hundred and ten, I want to
4: say, hundred and ten right. degrees
0: inside. Right, which you could never mm-hmm. do on your own. I know you've been trying to do some yoga at home. I, you're ever yeah. gonna Bikram at home, which is great. Yeah. How many how many times have you done? One of the things I want to talk to you about is that, and going to the gym, and then I want to talk to you about the virtual marathon you ran. But um, so mm-hmm. how many times have you done the virtual yoga, or sorry, the in person yoga with a virtual coach?
4: Just the one time. Tomorrow's the second time.
0: How was it the first time?
4: It was good. I mean, I felt completely safe. I mean, this woman and I were so far apart in the room. I mean, I could barely even see her. It's a big studio, you know, like normally there's 40 people
0: in that studio. Right. So
4: I felt really safe. It was temperature checks. It was, you know, the whole thing. And uh, it's not really fun to do Beaker with a mask on, but it was worth it,
0: you know? So they have somebody at the desk when you get there and they take your temperature, you said, mm-hmm. and, and then what you go right into the room and you bring your own mat or.
4: You have to bring your own mat, your own towel. There's no shower service, which is the gym is doing the same thing here. Like there's no shower, no steam room, no coat check, even at Equinox. Um, it's just, you walk in, equinox has like a like it the big studio they check your temperature with the, the digital thermometer equinox has a as a machine like you stand in front of it and it reads your face
3: cool. and then it
4: checks your temperature before you even can walk in to check in on your phone and every time you come into equinox you have to read this agreement and click that you understand the risk before you walk into in the gym
0: and um do you see the temperature readout when you stand in front of that machine when you walk in?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of, a, it's the only, it's the first time I've seen it.
0: Take a Where, picture like, of that. I'd like to see it.
4: I will. Cause it's like, I've, I've been to the gym maybe three times, I think, since they reopened, but like, yeah, it like scans your face and then it gives you like a green light to say, here's your temperature. It's crazy. Yeah. And then yeah. you're allowed to walk in the building.
0: I went into a uh, hospital for a test recently. And when you walk into Hogue hospital out here in California, they actually have technology that you can just walk through. You don't have to stop and it will still take your temperature and everything. <laughs> wow. Which is like, yeah, that's like the real deal. And it sounds like Equinox is on top of it. So let's go back to mm-hmm. yoga. Then I want to go back to Equinox for a second. So you did the yoga and you walk in, you got to bring your own stuff and then you do, how long is that? That's a 50 minute class.
4: 60. An hour
0: okay and mm-hmm. then you get right out of there get right out of dodge right away
4: yeah i mean you go but you go into the room and you know, you have to change clothes because like i have already packed i'm going tomorrow so i've already packed up my stuff tonight but um like you yeah you just go in you change and you're out the door you're now,
0: I, as you know i owned a gym and helped build the gym in milwaukee and i and eventually sold it but so i in my mind i'm thinking like a gym owner like okay if i have a class class. And then I have another class. I mean, are they coming in and you're you're not really touching anything except your own mat? Are they wiping stuff down? What are they saying about preparation of the room? Anything? They have fans in there?
4: No, I mean, no, it's, it's Bikram. So no, there's no fans. Um, the point is to have it hot and humid. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, there's hand sanitizer and there's temperature check hand sanitizer. You sign the release, um, but it's just so empty in there. I don't think I really feel uncomfortable because at all, just,
0: right. At all. You feel good, it's right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a rock concert. Right. Yeah. Like I'm
4: wearing a mask. She, everybody's wearing a mask. Nobody's, you know, near each other. And I think, I think it feels clear. I mean, the research I've read says that this isn't spread really by uh, surfaces anyway. So I don't think I really feel. For me, I think it's a face-to-face, you know? I think it's- yeah.
0: yeah, well, that's great. I'm so glad that you can get back into a place where it's very hard to, you can't do that at home. You're not gonna be able to heat your apartment up to 110, 100 degrees. So that's, I'm really happy that you're doing that. And you just gotta be mm-hmm. careful, I think. You just gotta wear your mask. And did you wear a different type of mask? Like I had to go somewhere recently and I rarely wear my N95 mask. I didn't go to a gym, but I went somewhere where I, I thought maybe, okay, maybe I should protect myself a little more. So I wore an N95 mask, you know? Did you wear a different type of mask for yoga or the same?
4: I have some masks that are KN95. I can get them. They're in the closet. Um, I use them for flying or when I was taking my friend for her radiation for her cancer treatment so I was mm-hmm. going to Mount Sinai. So I was wearing and she wore the K95 too because they're softer on the face. Right. Like the N95s are kind of harsh, but the totally. k 95s are softer. So I wore the K N ninety five to the hospital and to into the Beakram class. Yeah. Great. And then I think for the gym, it's probably not the best mask, but I have some like, you know, I guess I guess they're medical masks. You buy like hundred in a box.
1: Yeah.
4: I wore I wore those to Equinox because I mean, I'm not gonna lie, like you're on the treadmill or you're on the elliptical and you're sweating and you're like, you know, but you can't take it off. You wanna take it off, but you can't. So that's, like, I just can throw that away.
0: Once so I'm let's in. talk about once you get in and then you go, do you have to make an appointment to go in? Yes. Okay. okay. So how far in advance? It's- what's the line been like? I've heard that, like, these places are pretty crowded and you have to get in uh, on a list. But what was the experience like for you?
4: Well, because of my work schedule, I'm only going, like, I go in the middle of the day. So it's pretty pretty empty it it was like that before though I haven't been at night or on the weekends or in the early morning I'm assuming it's busy but yeah you have to book a spot and you have to pick like solo workout or there's no classes so you just book a solo workout and um, you have to book a spot in advance and then you have to do the every time that you book your class on the app you have to click I read and agree to this you know uh what do you call it? The, the agreement the wa- that you have waiver, to sign, the like waiver. the waiver, yeah. the waiver. And then, and then you can go in.
0: Now, do you have to pick an apparatus uh, in advance or do you pick a hour block? How long do they let you book? And do you have to like, you have to say, I'm going to run on the treadmill today or I'm going to run on the elliptical or whatever.
4: No, you don't no, You just say solo workout. So it can be, but like, that's the other thing is that like they've blocked off every other elliptical. So there's always an elliptical that's empty between you and the person next to you, which I thought was interesting. And then the same with the treadmills.
0: Okay. And when you've been in there, how, how like capacity wise, if every other device is blocked off, how, how like how many people were in the room with you? Yeah. I mean, yeah.
4: I think, I mean, honestly, just the fact is that I just I'm going during the day. So it's going to be, empty. I'm going at like one o'clock. Right. So when I'm off work, so yeah, um, let's see. I went last Friday. I think there was like 15 people in the whole gym, maybe, maybe 15. You know, I think a lot of the people that I saw, um, were, um, it's all the weightlifter guys. Those are the ones that are really in there. Like there's a, there's a few elliptical and treadmill people, but the, the guys that are lifting weights and you know pumping the iron and all that those, those those there was a lot of them there i noticed because that's like you need gym equipment for that kind of workout
0: right you know? so mo- so a lot more um, weightlifters or machines than the cardio machines yes definitely yeah. for
4: definitely. those
0: that just joined we're talking about going to the equinox gym in new york city uh, which is interesting when you walk in you gotta they have a t- thing you stand in front of them and it takes your temperature and it tells you what your temperature is you got to make a reservation in advance and then we're talking about you know the experience and it sounds like the experience for ellipticals treadmills arc trainers everything is they use every other one is that right cheryl yeah
4: yeah they're blocking off every other machine
0: now i know that um in my gym um like the elliptical machines are right next to each other but sometimes, and then there's a treadmill and then there's a bike. And sometimes I can actually smell the breath of somebody. Let's say they had garlic or alcohol the night before. I can smell the breath of somebody all the way to the other side of the room. Now that's without masks, right? Have you had any issues where you're putting your mask on the whole time where either A, you see people, you look over at them because it sucks wearing the mask and they're kind of pointing their mask down or you're kind of uncomfortable because they aren't masked up. And if so, talk about that.
4: Well, ever so at Equinox, everybody was masked up. Nobody had a mask down. People were and and I'm seeing that in the park more and more now actually in Central Park. I mean, because I've been out there and um, a lot of people are running with their masks on. I mean, I don't love it. But if I'm not really pushing it on the run, if I'm just kind of like, yeah, having a casual happy run, low key day, I'll leave my mask on, you know, I'm, I'm kind of getting used to it. So I'm seeing that a lot more now in New York.
0: Me too. And, um, I'm getting used to it and it's nice and warm. And when it's cold out and you pull that mask down, it's like, whoa, it's actually better having the mask on.
4: Yeah. Like it was like 30 degrees today. So like I was happy to have a mask on today. I was like, not a problem because it keeps my face warm. So winter's better for this.
0: for sure. Is there like a mask czar or a mask person that walks around Equinox and makes sure that you have your mask on?
4: <laughs> I don't think so um I mean like the, there's more cleaning people sometimes I think than people at the gym um at least at the 50th street location I noticed that a couple of weeks ago but um I think that now i no I mean I, no. you know but, but I think that the other members are very are very um uh cautious though like I think if I took my mask off Somebody else would say something to me, like another member would be like, "Hey, put your, you know, put your mask on."
0: Yeah, just very nicely, because I think everyone that goes hopefully has the yeah. same agenda. But, um, and have you seen? Have you like experienced anything when you've gone to the gym where somebody might be coughing or sneezing or anything like that? No,
4: Mm-mm. not at all. Not very at all. interesting. Thing. And people are keeping away from each other. New York is very, especially Manhattan. People are very, very careful here. I think. Like yeah. everybody is wearing a mask. You know, that, no one, yeah, nobody's, maybe in other states that's happening, I think, but you know, not here.
0: Nobody in Orange County wears a mask.
4: <laughs> really?
0: It's very when I'm out, I'm the only one walking. I mean, now I see some people, but most mostly no. Now I'm not going to the gym yet. Like, but I do walk up and down these stairs, which are like 118 stairs. And like I'm the only one that's usually wearing a mask there. And that's kind of like being at the gym because you're walking yeah. by people. I am comfortable. I wish other people would wear wear masks, but because it's outside, I haven't really worried. There there was one instance where There was this woman who was like stopping, wasn't wearing a mask and was like sneezing or coughing, you know, like right there. And I was looking at the faces of everyone else, even the ones that weren't wearing masks. And so somebody had to go up to her and say, hey, if you're going to do that, you know, can you please go off the stairs? I was the person that got nominated to do that. So I did that. And she didn't take it great, but she did it. (laughs) <laughs> anybody anybody have any uh questions for cheryl about what she's experienced in the gym i think it's fascinating i think it's you know now that it's cold out and you can't always be outside i think it's great that you could are you continuing your you know your exercise indoors and that you're just being careful you know mm-hmm. is no, there i mean
1: do you guys think mm-hmm. with schools closed i mean do you think your gym i mean at any moment your gym could be closed it's it's. Yeah, seemed, i don't know yeah i, I was i Enjoy it, enjoy it while you can, because it just sounds like just, you know, they just decided to close the schools again, starting tomorrow. And I just, you know, you got to think the next thing, right, is either restaurants or gyms.
0: Yeah, Emilio yeah. Emilio and I have kids that go to the same school, although my kids are not going to that school this year, but your kids are still going there, right, Emilio? Promotely, and, but, yeah. they, but they're remote, right? So it's not going to change, it's not going to change their schedule at all, the, the announcement today, right?
1: That's right. That's
0: right. I think that was because New York City has gone above the 3% positivity test threshold now, Yep. which they were threatening to do earlier this week, but yep. they, did, they didn't do it. I was just on another call. I went to University of Wisconsin. I was on a call with a bunch of alum and the dean, and there were some people in New York that were saying, you know, it's kind of weird that, you know, you close a school, but the bars and restaurants are still com- like open. So that was a surprise to people.
4: So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, And like at this point, the restaurant thing is kind of a problem because it's honestly like nobody's sitting outside right now. Right. Like last night it was super cold. Nobody was out. They're just not eating out. Like, not eating out, right. Yeah. You'll see a couple of families or maybe a couple of tables inside, but for the most part, people want to be outside. So unless you have like great heaters, like super high turbocharged warm heaters people aren't going to come to your restaurant. So there's a restaurant downstairs in my building that I walk by every day. And they were empty last night because our heaters weren't out yet. So it's just people, people want to be outside. They
1: do not want to be inside.
0: Has anybody else on this call gone to a gym?
1: No, my, my son keeps asking. He really he's an avid uh, rock climber and just really wants to go to the climbing gym so badly. And we've taken to starting to build we're building walls in the in the garage here literally because I don't want to take him to the climbing gym. I mean, I, you know, they have all kinds of precautions and they're open. Um, but it just seems like of any place it's enclosed. There's not, you know, there aren't any windows. Um, you know, I just been reluctant to do it and tons of kids. I mean, you know, it's a mix of people from all over the place. So I don't know, but he's been, he's been really harping on me about that.
0: Do they have a situation where you can do a private and you can have a certain area of the wall to yourself or would you still worry because the aerosols in the air? How would you think about that?
1: There isn't, I mean, if they did that, that'd be a little
3: different, but they don't, they don't offer that.
0: Yeah, that would be great.
3: And we're also oh, sorry, we're, did you check out Chelsea Pierce? Cause they used to do that.
1: Oh yeah. You know what? We're, we're, yeah, I, I do live in New York most of the time, but we're, we're actually in Texas. Right now. Oh, gotcha. 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 But thank you. no. no. Um, No. And by the way, I mean, I think I have been impressed with the different product, like the, the gym that we, the climbing gym we belong to in New York. They've done, I mean, they've gone really, really out of their way. So it's, everything is scheduled. They're limiting people. They've got special chalk that, you know, that you can use that's basically a hand sanitizer. I mean, they've really done it. I think a, a really good job. I just don't know. Again, you know, here is just kind of like, well, it's worse in New York right now, but numbers are starting to kind of flare up again. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, I, I think if you can be outdoors, I'd rather do that. If, if you know, I, I think, you know, it sounds like you're doing the right thing. Go, you know, go to the gym, take all the precautions and, and hopefully your gym. It sounds like you also have a really compliant group, like everybody's behaving and, mm-hmm. and to care about and I think that's true in New York in general certainly much more than here where you know there are plenty of people wearing masks but not if they when we last left New York people were really on board in Manhattan it seemed like to me
4: oh yeah well, that's p- why, like I was telling Jim like I feel fine going to the b room studio it's myself and one other person
1: right, right. well there's normally 40
4: people there's two and we're way apart from each other. And then the gym, no, the gym is, I mean, I feel completely safe there. I mean, but I can see where, like I, I was looking at the survey, like I'm am reading all this stuff because I'm a journalist and I was reading that 80% of the cases are from restaurants, gyms, churches. And, and I, think, I think bars was the other one. So like, but that's a national survey, you know what I mean? Like, so if people in other states are kind of like, oh, whatever. Well, sort of obey. Then I can see where it's spreading. Like that makes sense to me. And but also, I,
1: think, I think, Jim. The other, the other thing that I mean, I've just anecdotally, just to hearing from our friend. I mean, there are still people who. I mean, he went into a restaurant the other night outside of the city, and there were sixty people in a room at a private party, and no one was wearing a mask. And they just walked. They and there was service for them outside, but they were like, "We're just going to get out of here." So I, I think part of it is. You know, I, I wouldn't worry so much unless, you know, I, I was, you know, had a, uh, you know, an instance where I was very concerned about my immune system or something. If you've got low density and people wearing masks, even if you're inside much, I'd worry about that much less than, I mean, I think they're just people who are just completely disregarding uh, any kind of protocol together, And I would worry mm-hmm. a lot. know (laughs) a lot more about that
0: yeah i think my mindset would be when going to the gym i sure i'm like you i don't i don't think i'd have fear um But uh, if somebody was not compliant or somebody was sneezing or coughing or somebody was disrespectful, I I would in advance tell myself mindset wise, I'm just going to walk away. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to say what's in my head about Mm -hmm. being inconsiderate, because as we know, some people really are passionate about this stuff. And you hear about these things where people are getting shot or all kinds of crazy stuff. It's just not worth it. You know, I would just walk Mm -hmm. away and come back later, you know, or come back the Mm -hmm. next day.
4: Yeah. No, I have, I have, so far it's been good. I mean, it's been, everyone's been, you know, behaved well. So, and nobody's coughing or nobody around me has coughed or been sick. And I'm, I'm I'm, also getting tested every week now at work. So.
0: Oh, you are. Okay. So that's yeah, good.
4: So it's like, yeah. So there's that.
0: Well, and we should all say congratulations, Cheryl. She ran the New York city marathon virtually a couple weeks right. ago. <laughs> congratulations. Okay. How was that? You you
4: to, yeah, it was, um, so the the funny thing is, they tell you when you when you do your run on Strava to go a little further. But and I had a good run; I felt good the whole time. But like at 26.2, I was like done. I mean, I was watching my watch and I was like, all right, 26.2, it's over, you know. And then I had to I had to fight. I had not fight, but I had to go to Strava and to the New York Roadrunners to get it uploaded because even though it's a 26. on my Garmin it didn't register with the New York Roadrunner website because it it, it needed to go just a little bit further like I should have gone like another one or two tenths of a mile for it to register so anyway I had so I had to like take a screen grab of it send the link to the Roadrunners and then I emailed Strava and New York Roadrunners told me to talk to Strava and Strava was like, yeah, you, you needed to go like a, just a little bit further. So the lesson learned for any virtual race, make sure that you go just a little bit further. Interesting. So that it's where necessary. did <laughs> where, uh, where
1: did you run? Oh, sorry, Jim.
4: Go ahead. <laughs> oh, my God, I did, the, I did the park. I did the park. I mean, I just, I had all these grand plans. I was going to go to the GW Bridge in a cab at 7 a.m., You know, my friends were meeting me in the park. And then the day before I called Jim, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I don't feel safe going by myself up there. It's just New York is very different right now. It's not very, it's just not safe right now. It's it's a very different city. And so I was like, all right, I'm just going to go to the park and run a lower loop like 13 times or whatever. And that's what I did. And it was so much fun. The best part was everybody else did the same thing so like uh, even like the even the president of road runners michael caparazzo i don't know if you guys know him uh-huh. he did the same thing he was looping the lower loop <laughs> so like i felt so much better about myself knowing that i wasn't the only one that was like i'm gonna take this easy you know it's a virtual race and my friend ended up running the last 12 miles with me which was fun and then my other girlfriends, there was like six of them had a table and then at the um, near cavern on the green and the road runners actually painted a finish line at where the, at where the normal finish line would have been because there were so many people that were out there running. So that was really fun. And there was like, I would say there was probably 30 people at the quote unquote finish line that were like cheering and yelling and had cowbells. And so it was fun. I'm glad I did it. It was fun.
0: How, how many people were running the lower loop, would you say? in Like, was it five people? Was it 50 people that you saw as you were running?
4: Oh, I oh I don't know if they were all doing the lower loop like I was. But I think I probably saw a good, like, 40 or 50 people that were running the marathon. Like, minimum. And, like, the you know, the Achilles team, the guys, they were out there. The guys in the wheelchairs were out there um, on marathon day. You know, November 1st. It's
0: great. It's a great accomplishment. Yeah. And that's the way to fun. do it. Keep it easy. Accomplish something. That's what life's about. Accomplishments.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Congratulations. Anybody <laughs> else want to talk about that? Any questions for Cheryl?
2: Congratulations, Cheryl. No, oh, thanks, Rudy. I appreciate it. <laughs> I also did oh go ahead. So how did it feel? Um,
4: it was, you know, it's, it's a different experience, right? Because you're technically by yourself, you know? And so it, it, honestly, I was a lot more relaxed than I normally am for races. Like I'm normally a little more jacked up and my adrenaline's going and I'm, I'm, I get more competitive. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm tracking people and trying to draft different runners and stuff. And for this, I was just like, whatever, you know, I just, so I was, I was a lot more of a chill, like, and I wasn't, um, I wasn't, I was sore, but I wasn't that sore and it was, it was kind of just less pressure, I think, which was kind of nice.
0: It's great. Did what it did rain? You... Hmm? Did it rain?
4: Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It rained like the last seven miles. Of course it did. Of course. <laughs> you know, like, you know. why would it be nice
1: (laughs) Um, for water and uh, if you did any nutrition like what did you do for for that do you just pack it in or how did you do that
4: so the first like seven miles I packed it on my I did myself I had I had a my water bottle I carried and then I had some um, cliff uh, cubes Um, and then my friends the reason my friends came out was to make a table so they had, a, they had my Gatorade, they had my Clips, you know, my little Gucci's or whatever. Um, and they were, they were like eating bagels and, you know, they were having, they had a great time. They had a lot of fun. So, and then every time I would just come by every couple of miles, they would hand me a Gatorade or a water. So mm-hmm. I, I met up with one of them the day before and gave her like my Gatorade or my water and my shoes so that i didn't have to carry it so that because i don't think i would have done it without them helping me out you know like i know that there was a guy on one of your calls that went out there by himself and put his water in different places i'm not that motivated so
0: yeah you had a crew <laughs> emilio and i emilio and i both had the crews and helped each other out with the crews so we know what the crews about the crew is key nice <laughs> And it's great being able to get up and roll out of bed and walk to the park, not far from where we live, versus going out to Staten Island and, and spending three or four hours either getting there or sitting around and standing in the corral. It's like much more stress-free. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, it was a lot less exhausting than the actual marathon, that's for sure. So yeah, and then I've also did. Well, you know, I did an actual race with them, a four-miler, like four weeks ago? Weeks
0: yeah, ago. let's talk about that. So that's the race where they invited, what, about 300 people and they're doing these test races right now with rolling starts. Talk about how that worked. That was four miles? Yes. It was
4: four miles. It's called Return to Racing and um, they're trying to figure out how to make it work. Like, you know, because they have to deal with the city, you know, the rules and regulations. I think the biggest issue for them really is the city and then making sure that everybody's distance. So like, People started, it was like a a rolling start from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. And they had, you know, they had like, you have the start line, but there's like, it's like you and like 20 people, you know, every like 30 minutes or something. It was just, it was, and they staggered the whole thing out.
0: Um, You started with 20 people? You started with 20 people at the same time or...
4: In my way. Yeah. But like you're, you're spaced apart. They did social distancing. They did temperature checks. You had to sign a waiver on your phone. Um, Yeah. But like, they, so they weren't sure. They told me if people were going to want to do this, like are people going to be comfortable going to races? And they, they just didn't know. So they put, they put the races out on the website and sent the emails out
1: and they said that everything pulled out within minutes. Like
0: yeah, I would, I would do it. Would you do it, Emilio?
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think so. I think I would.
0: I would I'm a no brainer. Yes. I'm going to write this, run this turkey trot on Thursday, which is virtual, but I think everyone's going to go down to where it is. And I suspect I'm going to see a lot of people down there on Thanksgiving morning. You know, yeah. I'm just going to wear my mask.
1: Yeah, if you wear a ma- I, like you're outside wearing a mask. You, you're right. I mean, I know. I, I, w- I would I wouldn't worry about it.
0: I remember when the virus first came out back in February. we were starting to be aware of it in early March. There was a race in Central Park and the temperature was in the mid 40s. But it was one of those days where you could see everyone's breath like really go up in the air. You Remember those days when you run races? And I remember thinking, I got to run through those aerosols. And it was not when we were wearing masks yet. Right. And I think the LA marathon right in the early March, they ran it. I don't think they had a lot of uh, reports of people getting sick either. So I don't, I, don't, I didn't hear of any. Yeah. So anyway, so sure. So um, and then you ran the race just like any other race, right? There just weren't a lot of people around you.
4: Right. Yeah. It was just a regular race. Um, you know, they had, they had like one person, like a race. Um, one of the volunteers, where you had to make a turn in the park to make sure that you made the turn you were supposed to make. But that was it. No water, no Gatorade, like...
0: No volunteers?
4: You know, there was a very minimum amount of volunteers. Mm-hmm. Very minimal.
0: Interesting. And um, then when you got to the finish line, talk about when you finished, were you finished completely by yourself?
4: Um, kind of. I mean, I, there was a couple of women that were kind of running my same pace. Apparently one of them said she was drafting me which made me laugh because I'm like like, oh thanks you know um but yeah I mean everybody yeah you pretty much cross the finish line by yourself
0: yeah and then they hurried you through how they treat you
4: uh no they were pretty chill at the end they're like oh there's your bag and no people were kind of hanging out but I mean if if you have 300 people total doing a race over three hours like you know that's pretty empty so I don't What they're doing is they're trying to figure out how to make this work on a larger scale for the spring. Um, is their goal. So say that they do the half marathon in March, you know, that's normally what, 20,000 people? Maybe they can, maybe a thousand people could do it. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. They're just trying to figure it out.
0: Yeah, it'd be great to get back to racing if we can do it safely. I want to go back to your marathon for a second. So did you have to start an app from New York Roadrunners app that actually uh, calculated your distance and it was, you know, you know, GPS telling you what your distance was, or were they completely relying on your Garmin file? We
4: you had the option. You there was an app that they launched called New York Road, it's N Y R R Racing. And um, that's where you actually clock your race on it.
0: Like you, you start you did the that?
4: app and it tracks it. No, because I was concerned about the battery life of my watch. Right so i just i just did i just did it on my garment like i just did it on my watch and i just and then strava picked it up that was that's all i
0: did and they and you probably maybe what would have happened is that you maybe stopped i don't know did you stop your watch at all maybe go to the bathroom or something you know or because sometimes i know strava will i had another guy that just ran a marathon and it, i think his time was like I don't know, four twelve or something, but then he told me that he paused his watch and did various things and so Strava showed his full elapsed time, not his four twelve that his watch recorded when he didn't have it stopped. Mm-hmm. I I just let it go. Okay. No, I mean
4: I did do I did do two bathroom breaks, but I did not I let it go. I just let, let it, go. it kept, kept running.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I, an so on, and faster. You you have an option on Strava. So if your pace goes down by i mean be below below certain um whatever set limit then it just stops recording your run like suppose every time mm. i would walk if you want, if you check it uh, that you know uh, record pauses then it, every time like i used to do run walk and every time i walked it it would just stop uh, recording the distance um, and that way, you know, I would get only the part that I had actually run for, or recorded the part that I'd act- actually run for. So you can you can set that in Strava. Yeah,
0: yeah. and look, I, they, I'm sure they were cool about right. Did, they, once you submitted your watch file, right, and said what happened, they they were cool, right? They didn't give you a hard time, or did they? Uh, Cheryl, did did oh, robots club? Why, yeah. Why?
4: No, 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 no. The only issue that I had was um, I just didn't go I should have gone over the 26.2. I should have gone a little bit further. That's the only problem I had. So I did not get credit with New York Roadrunners. They were not picking up because you have to like you, you, you. it uploads to Strava and then you edit the file and you. it's a run and then you have, you have to change it from like run to race. It has to be, you have to make it a race. And then from there you have to make sure it's visible to everyone. Like I had my privacy settings set to like me only because I don't want people seeing what I'm doing right workouts. Like that that could be embarrassing if it's not a good workout, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, but so I, I did all, and then the the, the the website wasn't picking it up. New York Road Runners wasn't picking it up for like three days, and so I was like, that's when I got a hold of New York Road Runners, like what's going on? I was emailing them, and then. They're like, well, send us the you know, send us the file, take a picture, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, also, why don't you email Strava? And so Stra- when I emailed Strava, they're like, Yeah, you needed to go a little bit further. You didn't go far enough on the on the garment. The garment you should have gone like
0: another two cents a mile or something yeah it's interesting because it's we all know when we run a marathon our garmin usually has 26.6 26.5 you know what i mean so there could be a lot of reasons why they want that but it's good that they they um they recorded it and didn't give you a hard time i, I had one race in fact at the time it was my fastest half marathon ever and it didn't show up and i was wearing my bib <laughs> and everything and so i had to prove it like they had video cameras and i had to send them my garmin and uh, they it was like a process. And then they want, they, they went and watched the video and they actually saw me cross and they gave me the time. I think they jipped me by like 10 seconds, but you know, still <laughs> so got the credit.
4: I was 20 minutes faster this year. That's amazing. Actual marathon. Yeah. It,
0: te- it tells wow. you the importance of stress Right. Uh, like dealing with the New York City Marathon is not easy and it's stressful. It really is. Right. It's amazing. And I love it. And I want to run it every year until I die. And I hope it comes back by next year. But it, you know, the whole act of getting out there and everything, it's it's a lot of it's it's stressful. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and, i you know, I always see these people. I coach a lot of people that will go out and they'll have these spectacular runs. Right. And they'll have these like 18 mile training runs where they are considerably faster than what their goal is and they should easily achieve their goal. But when you put them in the environment of having to run the race and deal with all the stress and anxiety and nervousness and everything else that comes, they often, not always, often don't achieve their goal and they're much, much, much slower. And, you know, there's a few people that I'm thinking of that just they, they get the anxiety during the run. They're, ten, they're, they're, they're significantly slower. So that's why, if we all can go out and run these virtual races more, that's that's pretty cool. It's probably set a PR.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, had, I mean, I was, I was, kind of, I, I was. Playing. I, wasn't sure about it. And I compared it to the last year, and I was like, oh, look at that! I'm twenty minutes faster. So it was, but it was fun. It was more fun.
0: Thanks for sharing yeah. that. This concludes this week's JVB Health and Wellness podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you want to join the call, or you want to talk about a health and wellness story on the podcast, or you need help or coaching, you can email me at info at jvbwellness.com. Again, that's info at jvbwellness.com. Thank you.